if you're wanting to get a different result, you're going to have to bring something different to the table. What's the underlying cause of your particular issue? What's lying beneath the surface that's causing your particular health issue? It could be physical or it could be emotional. So my process is about discovering what's lying below that surface in the subconscious. So what you're saying, what you do is you scan the subconscious mind and you locate those codings or those, those you, you call them viruses, those mental viruses. I just latched onto this and I had so much joy that was coming from me having this experience. I enjoyed doing it every day. And the computer thing is an interesting component because, you know, humans made the computer, as we know, and the computer hard drive is very similar to the brain. I believe that the brain wants to heal because it wants to get back to its natural state. It's been several months now and we've been using this service for my kids and it works. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Welcome to the Business Brilliance Podcast, where every week we talk to business owners and entrepreneurs and get to know their business brilliance and share it with you. I am your host, Michael Santanato, and I'm a business owner and entrepreneur myself, and I just love talking business. Not like big corporate conglomerate business, but real grassroots, everyday people business. So if you're like me and you want to know what makes business owners successful and brilliant, and you love the journey of the entrepreneur from nothing to something, then join us every week and share it with a friend as we peel back the brilliance and implement it in our life and business. Now let's get on with the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Business Brilliance Podcast. I am your host, Michael Santanato, and we have a very special episode for you today. I'm thrilled to announce we have our guest, Gavin Ashley, here with us. Now listen, this episode is going to require your open mind, your open mind. In this episode, we're going to talk to someone who understands success, not only success, but what it takes for you to be successful under the hood, looking deeper underneath the mechanics of your mind, your belief systems, your biology. This man is brilliant. I'm thrilled to have him on the show. He's a good friend of mine. I've been using his services for the last, I want to say, year and a half or so, and I've got stellar results. And I can tell you right now, I'm probably going to be a customer for life. (laughs) So keep your mind open. If you got a skeptical hat, Take it off, keep it on, do whatever you like. But listen, I highly recommend you listen from a different lens. Do not prejudge. Do not prejudge what you're about to hear. This requires an open mind. Without further ado, Gavin, welcome to the show. Thank you, Michael. And uh, thanks so much for having me on the show. My pleasure, man. My pleasure. Listen, I'm, I'm thrilled we're doing this because... I mean, you and I have only met a small handful of times, um, uh-huh. but we've spoken a lot over the phone and voice notes and Facebook chats and stuff like that. And I feel like we're on the phone regularly. And I'm a customer. I'm using your product and your service. And uh, I, I really think it's important to share it with the world. So I'm, I'm happy to have you on. Yeah, that's great. And I love, uh, I love talking about this work and really helping people to kind of think outside the box a little bit because um, you know, we need some new, uh, new tools in our toolbox. Well said, brother. Well said. So tell us, in your words, what is it that you do? How do you help people? Okay. So when I say out of the box, you know, and and your introduction was perfect to really encapsulate where you have to think differently. And I always say to people, if I was to bring something to the table that you already knew about, um, like in the health and healing field, uh, naturopathic or homeopathy or whatever it is, nothing wrong with those. But, you know, a lot of people have tried a lot of different things, you know, so if you're wanting to get a different result, you're going to have to bring something different to the table. And in order to do that, you know, I brought something that I felt was digging deeper on people's real issues. And what I mean by that is instead of treating uh, people's symptoms, you know, so you might go to a doctor and they're treating the symptoms, medication, drugs, whatever, but what's the underlying cause of your particular issue? What's lying beneath the surface that's causing your particular health issue? It could be physical or it could be emotional. And so I started to discover this really cool technique where from an energy standpoint, so when we talk about energy, we're just talking about energy that's all around us, the frequency of the vibration that we're putting out there from where our subconscious mind is really holding a lot of our programming. 
You know, so when I say subconscious mind, that's where people get a little, it's a little weird. But just hang in there for a second because when you can pinpoint what's going on in the subconscious mind, that's where you're getting to what I would say the core issue really is. Um, so an example of, um, you know, you might go to a therapist, you might have a conversation about something that's going on in your life, but you're just talking consciously about what's happening. Um, but you're not aware of other aspects to what could be going on, again, underneath the surface. And that's really where the gold is, right? So my process is about discovering what's lying below that surface in the subconscious. And by doing my process and helping people release and let go of what's in the programming, kind of like, uh, I guess you could use the analogy of a computer system, you know, has a virus, you know, you're doing a scan and you're actually locating, you know, where those, you know, viruses are. You could call it a mind virus as an example. And you're locating, so I'm locating that for people, you know, and the real advantage to that would be you don't necessarily have to talk about all the stuff that's going on in your life because I'm going to be able to tell you what the real issue is. You know, so day in, day out, that's what I do. I, I'm looking deeper. person has a very short conversation, tells me what's uh, going on, and then I tell them, you know, what the real issue is. Okay, so let's let's really, really dive into this because for me, this is the meat and potatoes, man. This is the delicious in depth this i love this stuff i'm not at all afraid of this stuff because i know that there is always more than meets the eye there's always more to life there's more to a situation there's more to a problem there's more to a behavior there's more to a belief system than we know so people who are listening to this show are business owners they're entrepreneurs you know all kinds of different businesses and in business it's you. It's all you. Like your team, it's you. Your, your goals, it's you. Your success, it's you. Your sales, it's you. The way you sell, it's all you. It all comes from you. Your business is like a baby that you birth that contains your DNA that, that is all-encompassing all around you. So people, business owners need to know that all of their businesses, success or failure is completely entirely dependent upon them. And I 100,000% you know, believe this. We all have you know, coding. It's like you're not looking... When you look at a human being, you're not looking at a human being. You're looking at DNA. You're looking at trillions of cells. This is biologically proven. 50 to 60 trillion cells you know, that make up skin, leg, hand, face, nose, even brain. You know what I mean? It's like you don't just see mm -hmm. a person. There's the muscle fibers and there's the epidermal skin layer and then there's the dermal skin layer. So there's just like infinite amounts of depth and layers. So what you're saying, what you do is you scan the unconscious mind, you scan the subconscious mind, and you locate those codings or those, those, those keys. You, you call them viruses, those mental viruses. And once mm -hmm. you locate them, you share them with the individual, and then you what? Then you can release them, you clear them, you delete them. Yeah, so the process is called clearing. Um, so you might hear me use that term uh, throughout the podcast. And what basically a clearing is, is you're asking the subconscious or the unconscious mind to release and let go of whatever it is that you know, the person is holding on to. So somebody could do this uh, themselves in, in terms of maybe um, they had a bad experience with somebody and then they asked for forgiveness, you know, mm -hmm. or uh, they forgive somebody or you might hear somebody say, um, you know, I got closure, right? So when we're talking about those kind of things, um, that can be a similar process of releasing, letting go. The problem is you're, you can only forgive and release uh, the stuff that you're aware of. So what about the stuff that you can't see, the stuff from childhood, the stuff that you've been holding on to? Because we're going through life and we're having these experiences and we're not totally tuned into ourselves 100% to say, okay, you know, I went to do that business deal. Because now we're talking about mindset. You got a lot of business people on, on the podcast. So when you're talking from a mindset set perspective, you're trying to sell something, you're trying to promote, you're in a meeting, what's your mind telling you? What's the brain chatter going on? So you might hear some of that brain chatter, maybe a little self-doubt or not. But there there's could be, and most times I found there's much more going on below the surface. And it's still affecting the outcome. That's the interesting thing. You don't necessarily have to have a conscious thought about something and still have you know, an un undesirable outcome. You're going to a meeting and a client comes to me and says, you know, I keep you know, putting myself out there, keep you know, um, doing my process on my sales or whatever, and they, they're getting the same result. And that's because they have a belief system 
you know, our self-doubt somewhere layered deep within the subconscious. Now, when we're talking about releasing that, when we do release it, because if I can see it, I can release it, then uh, we have the power to transform that person's belief system. All of a sudden, they start having different experiences and they start yeah. attracting different things to your, to their life. But I know you've had that experience where you would call me and you're like, you know, uh, you needed help with something. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's the belief system. You're like, oh, that makes sense when I pointed it out to you. But you couldn't see it yourself. When I did the clearing, you had, you know, a huge change. Yes, exactly. Let me give some specific examples of things I've used, like your services with in the past, right? So I know that reality is a result of our beliefs. That's that's a phrase that I kind of coined in my last business when I was helping frustrated and stuck singles find a great partner and have a great relationship. It was like, just dawned on me one day, reality is a result of our beliefs. So I know that there are beliefs that are hindering me, that are in the way of me making, let's say, $10 million a year. And there's belief systems that may be in place, you know, that may prevent me from making $5 million a year. And it's kind of incremental that way. And, and so I've noticed over the years, in the seven years that I've been in business, that the belief systems that I had were either empowering me to that next goal, or they were hindering me to that next goal. And I've noticed, I've had the awareness enough to notice that when I have the stumbling blocks and the stumbling feelings and the, and the resistance and the tripping up and whatnot, there's a belief system there. What I've used your services for in the past is like, hey, I'm working on this big deal. You know, it's going to net me 30 grand or something like that. I'm going to call, I call you up and I'm like, I got these nerves. I got this anxiousness. I notice I, again, have the self-awareness that I'm not feeling 100% right. I'm, maybe I'm a little intimidated by this guy. I shouldn't be. I don't have to be, but this is just what's coming up. I flip it over to you. I tell you this and you're like, okay, great. I'm on it. You start going to work on it. You do your process, which you know, we'll talk about in a minute what exactly your process is. An hour or a couple hours later, I get a response from you and you're like, okay, so what I found is this thing where, you know, something about this self-worth and, you know, not worthy or something like that. And, and, it, and it came from this or that. And you might even mention like a specific time or a specific event. And I'll, and I'll be like, oh crap. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. I remember that, or that's connected to that other thing. And then I might feel like a dip in my energy, but then I feel like a burst of energy after that. I'll feel a surge of energy a couple of hours later. And then you'll be like, yeah, okay. You send me another message. You're like, okay, I cleared it. It's, you know, it's gone. And I feel different. 24 hours later, I feel different. I don't have that anxiousness. I don't have that nervousness. I'm not sure. I go from being not sure what to say to the guy to completely clear. This is what I'm going to say. This is how I'm going to handle it. And then I, I go and I take that action and, and I get the result and it usually works out and it, or it leads to something different or it leads to something better. But I am not stuck or stopped by that belief anymore. And that's really powerful. Like if people in the audience can really get how their beliefs are really controlling their, their lives. And I used to have a slogan. I probably still use it sometimes, which is like change your beliefs, change your life. And now some great resources that we are excited to share with you www.whatsmyrefund.com. Whatsmyrefund.com is a website that will bring you to a tax recovery service for Canadians. This is a fantastic company that I've used over the years, and I think it's a brilliant resource. I just have to share it with you. Did you know that there are over $2 billion that the Canadian government knows they owe to Canadian citizens? This is a tax recovery service that will go through 10 years of your taxes for you on your behalf using a brilliant algorithm that they've created, which will quickly and instantly recognize in a short period of time if you have money that's owing to you from the government. They charge nothing up front. If they find anything, their fee is 33% of whatever they recover. It takes two minutes to fill out the application online, and you'll know within a short period of time if you'll be getting a refund. I myself personally have received over $3,000 from a refund, and this is after my father and I completed our taxes together. Oh, and by the way, my dad was a bank manager, and he completed taxes for people on the regular. Much love, Dad. Thank you so much. But this service is dedicated to your tax recovery. Go to www.whatsmyrefund.com. And my first company, I started this, was Belief Reset. Really just resetting your beliefs. You know, so everything's going to come down to a mindset, even if you're going into business or relationships or otherwise, your beliefs are, you're just walking, talking belief system. So I agree completely. So there's a lot to uncover, of course, but you know, when people come to me about with a certain particular issue, 
I can zero in on that. We're not talking about clearing everybody's beliefs all at once. It's impossible. You'd be like foaming at the mouth in the fetal position. <laughs> I mean, nowadays I can clear a number of beliefs at the same time. But, you know, scientists now say that we store, you know, billions and billions of bits of information inside of our subconscious. So there's a lot of information there. Just zeroing in on those core beliefs around that situation can have profound results. Let me, let me share, you know, something really interesting. Like why, why your service resonated with me so much is because I, I took a bunch of courses on, um, on the unconscious mind and NLP and, you know, belief systems and subconscious and unconscious and many, many, many different self-development seminars that taught me that we are projecting our belief systems onto the world. You're right, something like 2 billion bits of data hit us every second, every second that the brain processes. They say the brain is the most powerful quantum supercomputer in the world. And maybe it always will be, maybe not. But we know right now that there's over 2 billion bits of data and we can only recognize something like 100 or like 20, some, some, some silly, infinitely small, ridiculous number. So when something happens or there's a traumatic event in your life or it's a negative event, a decision gets made you know, and you talked about childhood, which is super profound because, you know, childhood is the foundation that the rest of the house is built on, right? And so when we have these events, and we've all had them, you know, for, for me, it was a teacher in grade two who told me, who told me I was doing an assignment wrong. And she laughed and the whole class laughed. And right there in that moment, you'd think I would have decided, you know, I'm dumb or I'm stupid, but I didn't decide that. I decided nobody will ever make me feel this low again. And, and because it was an art-related, drawing-related assignment, I did decide I'm not creative. So the rest of my life, I was not a good drawer. I couldn't draw for shit. My writing was messy. My writing's still messy. I was able to correct the belief and improve the way that I treated other people because she gave me this feedback. I received it very negatively, and so I responded very negatively. So I labeled her a bitch. I labeled her a bad teacher. I hated her every day and every year. I saw her every every day and year after that until she retired i was like "Woo, goodbye see you later mouthing off and swearing off and everything right what i decided impacted the rest of my life i was i thought i was not creative and so things like writing a book or drawing or painting or composing music never would have ever occurred to me now that i've learned from that and released those limiting beliefs and limiting decisions i can freely create i've written multiple books it's only after releasing that stuff that I was able to write my first book and then my second and then my third. And now I can actually, you know, sketch out designs of stuff we're doing in business. And I'm like, yeah, that's not that bad. That's actually pretty okay. Mm, that's awesome. So how did you come upon this? You know, this knowledge, thankfully, some of it is out there. Some people get it. Some don't. All the listeners keep an open mind. I assure you, I promise you, I wouldn't lie to you. This is how things work. There's always a coding and a deeper level. How did you learn this stuff, Gavin? Okay, and that's an interesting story. Basically, it started many years ago when I got into the computer industry. But basically, I was a computer tech for 15 years. So I would say, as a child, I was probably very intuitive, as my parents tell me. Um, they, didn't, they don't use that word, but they're like, you just knew stuff, or you just call us on something, and we didn't know how you knew it and stuff. So in, in this whole conversation, there is partly gift you know, that I had to really come to terms with because I definitely have a very particular skill at being able to pull out information from people's subconscious, right? So I think it started really young. I had no real awareness of it. People just said, hey, you're really good at giving advice and you just really get things. Mm -hmm. That was my intuition. Being a computer tech actually led me to a really important part of this journey because in 2014, when I actually did quit my job and traveled to California to what I felt was a way of opening this up or discovering a deeper level to my ability. And I actually took a course. So this is not necessarily all self-taught. Taking that course opened my eyes to realize that I did have this ability at a greater level. The intuition I had previously was more sporadic, but now I could do it on demand. Ever since 2014, you know, I vigorously worked on this every day pretty much on myself and the people that I was working with. In the beginning, it was just friends and family and really hone that skill. So it's like anything, you know, you're a Roger Federer, you play tennis every day, you know, you practice, you, you become proficient at your game. So I wouldn't say that other people couldn't do this because I'm special at I have a gift. I definitely believe other people can do it, but you have to be very committed to it and it takes a lot of practice. 
once that's out of the way, because I, I just latched onto this and I had so much joy that was coming from me having this experience, I enjoyed doing it every day. So that's what I've been doing uh, ever since 2014. And the computer thing is an interesting component because humans made the computer, as we know, and the computer hard drive is very similar to the brain. You know, uh -huh. it has bits of information you can delete, you can install, you know, install a new belief, delete an old belief, install a program, delete a program. You know, you can get viruses, as, a, as we talked about before, and then the system needs to be cleaned out, format, you know, reset. So there's a lot of similarities there, right? So I think a lot of that training really helped me to understand how you can actually go in there. And as scientists have now told us, uh, the, the brain is malleable. It's, it's not a fixed state. Neuroplasticity in the brain can actually be changed. Yes. Right? So we can actually change those beliefs, right? Yes. So when that started to really come online for me and everything came together, you know, and the intuition piece kind of cranked up. So I would say this is like super intuition. This is not just like a gut feeling. This is like I'm cranking this up to higher vibration and I can do it on demand. So someone says to me, hey, I got this issue. I'm like, it's that belief system. So a lot of people ask me, what does that look like? And for me, it's a lot of it's just words. You know, I'll actually see the word or the sentence of what that belief system is, you know, which is always very unique for even people who are training me because a lot of people got feelings, they got energy or they got a vibration or they just had a sense of it, right? But I actually saw words like on an LCD screen in my mind. So when I saw those words, I got confirmation that it was accurate because people kept saying, wow, like that's, yeah, that's so true. And oh yeah, that happened in my past and that's accurate. So I had to go through my own process of what I would call conscious awakening. Yeah, conscious awakening or conscious uh, competence where I had to do it over and over again because I couldn't believe what I was seeing either. <laughs> you know, And then it becomes unconscious competence where I do it without even thinking. But in the beginning, I had to really train myself. And so it was just that repeated action of over and over again, I'm getting the right answer, basically. Yes. Thank God so, for every word you just said. Okay. I just want to say, I just want to say, thank God for every word you just said, because I'm sitting here and I'm like, so excited that we're doing this podcast and that people are going to listen because this is the shit. This is it. It took me five years to break six figures in my business. It took me five years. In my first year, I made less than 10 sales calls. Okay. Less than 10 sales calls in my first year in business. I know this for a fact because I, I kept track. And what is the difference from me making five sales calls to making five figures? A huge difference. It came through determination, perseverance, persistence, learning new skills. But most importantly, I think the best thing that I did for myself that I still continue to do is I let go of old crap. And there gets to be a point, I believe, where there is a finite there is a finite point. There is a finite amount of negative garbage or bad programming that we have in our minds that when we get to that point, we overcome it, then the sky is the limit. I feel so empowered now today about my business more than ever before. All The only gap for me achieving where I am now to like, you know, 3 million or 5 million is is, is in learning new things. It's, it's in delegating. It's putting the right teams, the right systems in place, and it's delegating. That's what's left for me. I am out of my own way. I'm, I'm at the point now where I believe I am out of my own way. I'm just learning new information. Now, I'm sure there will be something that will come up. You know, you know I'm doing a deal right now that's going to be 30 grand. It's going to happen. I'm doing a deal probably in the future that's going to be you know, another 30 grand. That's, that's going to happen. But, but when I get to the deals in my future that are six figures for one deal and seven figures for one deal, I'll be using your service still, or I'll be using other methods, or I'll be using other ways to release my blocks or release my self-worth, my limitation. You know, like we went kind of house shopping yesterday with the kids and I'm looking at these houses and it's like, okay, that house we can afford because we're in the market for a new house. That house we can afford, that, that house we can afford. Got to a couple of houses and I was like, ooh, not yet, not right now, you know? That, that's just a matter of time in the future. And that's, that's going to come, but that's going to come through me improving my, my sense of self, my improving my mm. conscious competence, as you said, getting to unconscious competence, knowing that I can do it. But I love everything you said because I firmly believe words have power. Words are the programming that code the language in our brain, in our unconscious. Oh, absolutely. 
And interesting, that's probably a good segue into really understanding how I actually do the clearing work because, again, I use words uh, and formulate it in the, in the form of a command that I send to the individual energetically. Um, we can explain that more in detail if you want, but you know, just for the, the first level of understanding, when you send a command to the brain, in my case, I don't know, I think it happens with some other people that I've met. I don't know about the general population, but I'm sending at a very high frequency, very high vibration. And the more energy that I could put behind something, um, so a good example of this would be if you're really trying to convince somebody of something, um, you know, you're trying to you know, you're trying to get them to come with you somewhere or buy a product mm-hmm. or whatever from you. Mm-hmm. It's like the enthusiasm and the energy that you put behind it, and uh, you know, and you you could actually have a different result if someone comes in there. <laughs> you know, it's going to be difficult <laughs> to convince them, right? So it's not so much about influencing people, even though it's a it's a form of influence. Like when we go on a job interview, right? We're basically trying to influence the person to hire us. So in this case, it's like I'm influencing the mind to release through words and commands at such a high vibration that the brain says, ah, yes, I'm ready to go and let this go. Because ultimately, the brain does want to let go. It wants to heal. A lot of people have asked me, why doesn't it just do it, Gavin? Why do we hold on to all this stuff? And it is a mechanism in the brain, and we are basically programmed to you know, hold on to stuff until we decide we're ready to let it go, or somebody else intervenes. Can somebody else do that? Well, my work is permission-based. So I'm, I'm having a conversation with somebody, and I'm saying, this is what I'm going to do, and they're saying, go ahead. So it's not like I can just walk into somebody's mind and say, okay, do this, do this, do this. This is all permission-based. I think that's a very important point for your audience to understand that everything that's happening is happening because I asked for it, and the person is giving me confirmation of that. So outside of that, once you've permission, you send the command and it releases. Does that really work? Well, I say to people, you have to experience it, Yes, you know, to really get it. But you know, you, you've experienced it, you get it. But it's still, even if you're just listening to this, you might be thinking, boy, that's, that's weird. You know, what was fascinating for me was I was talking to people who had been in therapy for three, four, five years and they're talking. And again, I'm not putting down therapy, but they're just talking about what's going on in their relationship. In the case of this one couple, And in five minutes, okay, so pay attention to this, five minutes, I told them the belief system that they're holding that was relating to this problem that they were trying to sort somewhere in the range of three, four years. I did it in five minutes. Why is that? Because I could see the subconscious program, right? And it wasn't what they were talking about, right? So when I cleared it, so I send the command, I clear it, they have a different result in the marriage. Now, this is really important. Like, So what's really powerful about this is you said permission. This is permission-based. And I had a little idea that came to me, which was permission equals desire allowed. Ooh, well said. Right? Permission equals desire allowed. Let's consider that. Let's examine that for a second. So permission, I give permission. That means I give my authority. I consent. I'm opening a gate, if you will. You know, I'm, I'm opening a gate and allowing something to come in, which is really powerful because if you read the book, The Biology of Belief, mm. everybody should read that, by the way, incredible book. Dr. Bruce Lipton examines the cells in the body and he noticed that when, when permission was given, these little cells in, in essence opened up like a, like a little gate like a little gate. And he said, in the body, you have open gates and closed gates. And you're based on your beliefs. Remember, the book is called The Biology of Belief. He looked at the biology of our belief systems. So your cells, those 50, 60 trillion cells we talked about earlier, are literally open for abundance, open for wealth, open for happiness, open for joy and love and things like that. Or they're closed simply open or closed. And it's binary. It's, it's binary. If, you, if you're a coder, if you're a programmer, if you're in tech or computers, you understand the binary code is ones and zeros. It's like the matrix. It's binary. It's ones and zeros. It's open or it's closed. That's it. So how, I'm gonna, how we can open our businesses to, to more success and our lives to more success and achieving our goals is by having these cells open. And Gavin, your, cell, your, your service allows us to open ourselves, open our mind to receiving what we naturally deserve to achieving our goals. Absolutely. You know, the, in, in, this is really good because you get, you're getting me all excited because I love this stuff. In the book, 
The Law of Success in 16 Lessons, which is by Napoleon Hill. A lot of people don't know about that book, but that's the precursor to Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich is a very small version of the massive larger volume called The Law of Success in 16 Lessons. And I'm, and I'm halfway through that book. And he says, Napoleon Hill you know, st- sat with and studied you know, people like Einstein and Alexander Graham Bell the inventor of the telephone. And there's this section where Alexander Graham Bell that says that the only reason why he could invent the telephone was because he understood vibration. He understood the laws of energy and vibration. So did Einstein. Einstein proved that the brain is a transmitter and receiver of vibration and frequency. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Your service allows us to transmit and receive the, the higher vibrations, what we want, the energies of success, of love, of happiness, of joy, of wealth. Absolutely. You said something earlier I want to ask you about. You said the brain wants to heal. Why does the brain want to heal? I believe that the brain wants to heal because it wants to get back to its natural state. It doesn't like necessarily the fact that it's in this place. It doesn't want to be there. And the reason why I know this is because when you do send these commands, the brain does release it and let go of it. Now, there are some cases where somebody might resist and hold on to something, which is their right. It's free will. I can't get around that. And so I might have to have a conversation with them. But outside Mm -hmm. of that, the brain does really want to heal because just like the body, the body actually wants to heal. And we see that when we remove toxins from our body or we do exercise and we see organs like the liver and and whatnot Mm. um, rebuilding itself. So our natural state is to rebuild and to restore and we can come back from you know horrible health conditions or mental disorders by many means, but it shows that there there is a desire, you know, for the body and brain to go back to its natural state. I love what you said. I think you're bang on. I wasn't sure if we were going to be able to answer that question appropriately, but you're right. There's a natural waste expulsion cycle that the body has, whether that, you know, it's so funny. My wife is so into health and she I'm, I'm using so many health products and things that I never would have used before I met her. But we got this thing called a tongue scraper, essentially like a little metal rod with comfortable grip yeah. handles where you, you know, you drag it down your tongue in the morning and the night, which is incredible because it's such a little thing. You don't realize, wait a second, my, your tongue, if you see people that have all that white stuff or that buildup, it's almost like, almost like a plaque on your tongue. It's there. It's guck. It's discharged from your body. And you got to get rid of that shit. But so many people don't. I highly recommend people go get, you know, go try it. Go get a tongue scraper, five bucks on Amazon or something. And just try it. Get that crap and that guck off your tongue. The body has a natural waste expulsion cycle. Like you have mucus out of your nose, you sneeze, all that stuff. And that was actually a program that I used to run. It was called the Brain Detox. And so really that's what we're doing. We're detoxing the brain, just like you would detox your body and Mm -hmm. flushing out all those old belief systems and all those identities and constructs that we had previously, right? So mm-hmm. a really good example of this, because I have a lot of people come to me about relationships, everyone's talking about love. Mm-hmm. People are asking me, why am I attracting the same person to my life over and over again? Over and over and over. And I, so I explain belief systems and how you're projecting from your subconscious a belief system about the opposite sex or the same sex, and you're getting that same result uh, back over and over again. So Again, you know, that's a lot to get into on this podcast. But if people could just start to realize how much the belief systems are really controlling their life, what the impacts are for their life, because a lot of people are complaining to me saying, I'm meeting the same person. Why is this, you know, unbelievable? I move country, they changed their life, and they still attract the same person across the other side of the world. God bless. It's not about that. It's really powerful technique. Once you understand that, which is the first step, then you know that you have all the power in the world because uh, once you start changing that and you start realizing that that is controlling your environment, uh, what you bring in, then your whole world starts to, to shift. Beautiful. I, I so bless that person for, for... I don't bless people. I'm not a religious person. I'm just saying... <laughs> I'm just saying like that person who's having the awareness, why do I keep attracting the same person? You know, thank goodness for that person having the awareness. Holy crap, I'm in a different part of the planet and I'm still attracting the same flipping person. So glad that person had that awareness and I'm so glad that person reached out to you. Thank goodness. Yeah, and, I, and you know, it's, it's amazing because somebody, they'll meet somebody new and they'll say, oh, this person is totally different. And then they start, you know, the weeks go on and then they realize, oh goodness, that's the same person. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, because you, you start to reveal more of your personality as, go, yeah. as it goes on. So it is incredible how uh, we attract that because almost like you're walking down the street and you could see somebody, you're drawn to them, or maybe you're at a restaurant or a bar and you, you talk to somebody. Why are you talking to that individual? Mm-hmm. There's somebody else walking right by you. They don't even see it. So again, the power of our mind and think of Grow Rich is a really good example of Napoleon Hill who talks about how you attract money, but it's the same for other things in our life. So this, these people are just walking by, the, by you. They're not even seeing you. You're talking to this one person. Why is that? Think about it. Yeah. There's a reason. So you want to have a different experience? You know, we got to dig deep and we got to uncover what is the underlining belief system. So you could have a belief system about, you know, a, a male figure that you had previous relationship where he was a certain way. So you, you hold that belief about the person, but you think men are like that, or you think women are a certain way. And then you start, it's like magnet. You start attracting people that have those similar belief systems, and then they have that same similar behavior. So you're like, oh man, I got that again. <laughs> you know, It might be fine to say, okay, that was that relationship, that was that experience, and I'm willing to have a new experience, but people aren't really saying that. So you can put somebody in, in their own category and say, hey, that was just them. You know, I'm ready for a new one. But we have a tendency to kind of see relationships or a lot of things, even money like this, where we had a previous experience, we see the future the same way. Yeah, you can only do that for so long, I think. Like, thank goodness for you know the way things are in the world today. People are becoming more aware. They're waking up. You know, there's a lot of great talk about consciousness and great books and amazing movies. You know, The Matrix, obviously, The Secret, Lucy with Scarlett Johansson, a phenomenal one. What the Bleep Do We Know? Like, that's just a great film. There's so many great documentaries that show that you are in complete control in your life. You are the attractor of your experience. It does all boil down to you. And here's the science behind it. There's tons of science behind it that's adding up and correlating and connecting with all these pieces. Got to remind people to keep an open mind here because one of the other things you helped me with was referrals. I went through a time where I was not getting any referrals and I really wanted my referrals to increase. And and I was trying all these different things and reading these different books and that kind of helped a little bit. But I knew that there was a belief system. So I was still using your service. I said, Gavin, got a new thing, man. I really want to increase my referrals. That's what's next for me. I want to effortlessly attract people through great referrals, you know, great testimonials, trust, all that stuff. I'm, I'm worthy. I deserve it. I provide a great service. Help me with this. And you did. You went, you found it, you saw something, you got back to me. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And then it's changed. And now I receive amazing referrals all over the place. Like, Every week I'll get some referrals from clients, just generously, just out of the blue. I just, I ask and I receive, but sometimes I don't ask and I receive. And I just, I just got two like last week and I'm getting another one. I'm going today on an appointment for a a referral. It's just amazing. It works. It works so much. This is what I want to segue into next. It works so much. I'm thrilled to have you on the show. I'm a stepfather, right? I'm a new father. I'm a new stepfather. I got an Insta family. Some of my friends call me the Insta dad. I care about these kids so much. I love these kids so much. Literally, absolutely, like, you know, they're my own. And I know the importance of childhood and having a solid foundation. And, and I know the formative years of, of childhood. So they're, they're almost all teenagers now. My wife's kids are almost all teenagers. And it got to the point where I said, Gavin, can we try this out with my kids? Can we test this out with my kids? Do you think this would work? And you said, yeah, of course. You said, like, if, 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 they're, if they're open and if they have an open mind and that sort of thing, then, you know, let's give it a shot, right? I checked with them. They're, they're open and, and they're good for it. And they're, they're into, you know, seeing what, what else is out there. And, and some of them have come to me asking me for help with certain things directly. They lost their, their father at a young age. So that was very painful and harmful for, for a few of them that were older at the time. So it's been several months now and we've been using this service for my kids and it works. It's a little tougher for me to see the tangible results because it's not me, right? They don't come to me going like, oh my God, I got over this. Over you know, they don't do yeah. that. Right? <laughs> but I've seen the changes in their behavior. I've seen the changes in their mood, in their thinking, in their energy. I've seen their happiness rise. I've seen their openness and willingness to communicate rise. I've seen their their joy increase. And this is working. This is working with my kids. You know, I, I send you a message and I say, and, and I think they're dealing with something like this, or I'll send you a message and I'll say, 
this just happened and, and they had this kind of response. They had a negative reaction. And I think it's because of that, something like that. And you just go to work. You know, you go at it, you get my message, you say, okay, no problem, I'm on it. And a couple of hours later or a day later, you come back to me and you're like, you're like, yeah, I, I see it's because of this and this is what I've discovered and this is why they're doing that and that sort of thing. So I'm going to go ahead and clear it. And I'm like, okay, great, just go nuts, go for it, man, you know? And then I see the change over the next couple of days, over the next week, I see slight subtle changes and, and it's working. And this is a program I'm going to keep them on for a long time. If I don't know if you know when I'll stop or if I'll stop, but as their father, as their parent, I want them to be as successful as possible. I want to give them the best shot at life, the best shot at happiness, the best shot at success as I possibly can. That's awesome. And you get them young too, uh, because we've accumulated less at that point. So it's, it's amazing that you want to do that for them. Well, like I said, the, 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 I believe there's a finite point, right? I believe there's a finite point of garbage or stuff that we've collected. You know, the mind is a sponge, they say. So there's a finite amount of stuff that's in the sponge that if you, if you clean it, you clear it, you cleanse it, then you're left with open sponge. You're left with new sponge, maybe cleaner sponge, healthier sponge. Oh, absolutely. I really think you got something here for kids because I know there's millions of parents out there like me that want the best for their kids that... Also, there's a million, millions of parents out there that don't know how to get through to their kids. They don't know how to help their kids. You know, I, I tried. It's like, it's like trying to use brute force. Sometimes the kid doesn't want to open up to you. The kid doesn't want to share with you. They don't, they don't want to tell you what's going on at school. They don't want to tell you what's going on in their head or their heart. So what can parents do? What can we do? How do we do this? Yeah, and that's the tricky part. I think, um, especially as you get into the teen years, um, that's where the work has been really powerful for a lot of my clients because you don't have to have that conversation. And I mean, they're not going to have the conversation with you. Even if I get on the phone with them, they might say, hey, I'm open to, to doing this with you, Gavin, but they don't say much to me either. So outside of that kind of uh, work that we do, that I do, I would say kids definitely want to be heard in some way shape or form. So even if they're not talking, they want to be listened to in some in some way, shape or form. You know? So the kids that I have had conversation with, it is amazing when you do start listening to even the smallest thing that they say, and you start just keeping your mouth shut kind of thing. Um, it's amazing how they start to shift just in that moment based on just that. It's kind of like, uh, it sounds uh, very Dr. Phillish, but it's like they're you know having a t- tantrum or they're freaking out, they're upset, they're angry. And you say, you know, how, how is this making you feel? You'd be amazed. Even a five-year-old recently, I did, had this experience. And the five-year-old actually had something very articulate to say about how he was feeling. Wow. You know, about the situation. And when he started being heard, because as parents, you know, we're busy. You know, they, they get busy in their lives. And, you know, they're trying to be a dis- disciplinarian. And they're trying to just bring their kids up and rear them. And they're doing the best job that they can. But sometimes to get to their level and say, hey, why is this really upsetting you? You know, Because a lot of kids are just crying out for help. And, you know, that's why they're acting out or they're doing these, these different things. You know, I hope that in the future I can definitely provide some kind of courses or some sort of training. You know, I know some people on the planet are doing this. It's like uh, intuitive, raising intuitive kids or consciously aware kids and stuff. I've seen a couple of books out there, um, maybe some courses to really help them you know, or help parents to have this, a level of this skill, really see what's going on. But even if you don't, even if you don't have that level of intuition like me, it'd be amazing what happens when you start asking questions. So if you get on the call with me, you know, you'll know this from experience and my other clients do as well. I ask a lot of questions. Yep. A lot of questions. So you start pulling things out of people. Kids want to, they want to be heard. Okay, two things I want to say about that. One is, you know, as a parent, like you could go to work on me, you could help me do the work myself so that I treat my kids better. And so that I, you know, have a better ability to communicate with my kids, which, you know, you helped me with, actually, there was a time where my my stepdaughter was going through so much, she's going through a tough time, she's a teenager. And I was like, so eaten up about it. I said, you know, Gavin, I need your help. This is eating me up. I can't concentrate. I can't focus. It's interfering with my business. And I think it's feeding the problem. I don't want to be a part of the problem. I want to be a part of the solution. So I sent that to you. You came back to me. You, you helped me. You cleared it. You cleansed it. And um, I was able to balance the focus of my business and with her. And I think I stopped feeding into the energy of the problem. That's, that's the first thing I want to say. So parents should go to work. You can go to work on us as parents. And the second thing is too, is that 
we let's let's let them in on the truth. Like my kids don't exactly know that they're doing this, that I'm doing this, right? I just asked for their permission. They they said I want I want some help. I said, Do you want some help? Do you want some, you know, other like guidance around this? And they said, Yeah. And I said, Okay, you willing to try things differently? Yeah, okay, great. I said, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something. I know someone, I'm gonna go to work, I'll handle it. Something like that, right? You just needed a photo of them. That's all you needed was a photo of them and, and I guess their name and a little bit of that. So let's be honest with them. My kids don't exactly know. My wife knows, of course, and, and we like it and we see the progress. But maybe I'll tell them one day in the future, but I don't have to because it's, it's something I'm doing that's working behind the scenes. You have this amazing gift, this amazing program where it works behind the scenes. And it's phenomenal because I don't know how the heck I'd explain this to my kids, although I probably <laughs> could. Knowing my wife and I, we, we do talk about these kinds of things. We talk about their unconscious mind and beliefs and all that stuff. So, so you can do this you know, for kids without... They're, you know, speaking to them. But I did realize actually when you were talking about when you talk to those kids, it's good to have an outsider perspective. Sometimes as parents, we're in the way and they, like I said, they don't want to talk to us. You know, they don't want to talk to us. They don't want to confide in us. So actually having you, an outside person, it could actually be a very good thing. You know, sometimes it has been really effective because I had, these are some kids that were in their later teens, you know, and they, yeah, they definitely didn't want to talk to their, their parents, right? So yeah, I, I was that sounding board. And also I was, instead of trying to give solutions, like, hey, try this, try this, it was more like, okay, I'll clear that for you. I think that was a little bit more helpful for them because they didn't want to, they didn't want to be given something to do, you know, because they're being told what to do all the time. True. You know, right? But I did give them some life lessons about how to change the way they see their, their lives from seeing things in a different perspective. Sometimes like that, it's, it's interesting when you, even adults have the same experience, but sometimes when you give people a different perspective because they're realizing that you can see beyond what's really going on. So they might be complaining about one of their parents and it's like, oh, well, this is what they're dealing with as a parent. And the kids, if they're old enough, they'll be like, oh, really? You know, because they just thought, mom, my parent, you know, my mom or my dad, they're just crazy. You know? Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's what's happening. Sometimes information is very powerful. Awesome. Clear. So who's perfect for you? Who's, who's the right kind of person for you for your service? Like if people are interested, who's the right kind of person to talk to you about this? Well, I would definitely say, um, you know, I have such a far range of people that come to me. Um, and a lot of times the people are kind of at their wits end or they're, you know, hitting against the wall. So they're going to try something really out of the box. I would say if, if I'm talking about people I really like working with or people that have really good results or people that are open, you don't necessarily have to understand everything because that's going to be difficult. You know, when we think of cell phone technology, we understand it to a degree. I dial this number and I get somebody other side of the world. I can kind of get that, but I don't really know how it works. This work is kind of like that. It's like if you can be open about it, if you're resistant and you're like, oh, I don't really get this and it's not really for me and you're, you don't feel like you're ready, to me, it's not really worth it. I'm not here to convince anybody. right? Yeah. But if you're in a place of wanting to really grow in your life and really expand and you're tired of the old belief systems and you really get that concept like, you know what, Gavin, I don't know what is it, how you do what it is that you do. I don't know how you're able to see what you can see, but I don't want to live that life anymore. Wow. So just do your thing, you know. So those are the people. And of course, yeah, I guess really ready for change. Fantastic. So people that know they want to change, people that are ready for change, people that have a open mind, people that have willingness to do things differently. Maybe they're fed up or tired of their situation. They're ready to change. Then you're the guy. You're the go-to guy. Absolutely. Amazing. Now, if they're a little bit closed-minded, because I've had some family members send people to me, and I don't always recommend that because I feel like people really have to be uh, ready for it. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> so they're kind of in a hesitated state. Oh, well, so-and-so wanted me to call. I would just say this. Everybody that comes through my practice, everybody gets a 20-minute call. And on the 20-minute call, it sounds like a short call, but I can actually pinpoint in very couple minutes what's going on with their life. So 20 minutes can actually seem like a while. And I can tell people exactly what's going on belief system wise, what's blocking them on their particular issue. You know, so it's not every issue, just one issue. And uh, they can actually see for themselves live how this works. So I always encourage people to do that, even if they're a little skeptical, because I understand this work is out of the box. But uh, if you give that even a chance, you, it might open your eyes up. And if someone still doesn't work with me, then they probably will walk away having learned something about themselves in 20 minutes. 
Okay, fantastic. So everybody gets a 20-minute kind of intro call to just yeah. to like figure things out and try it out and just talk to you and see how it goes. Yeah, exactly. And you get a live tune-in on the spot. All right, man, Gavin, that's amazing. How can people get a hold of you to inquire about this service? Okay, so the best way is gavindashley.com. That's gavindashley.com. Uh, or you can email me at gavin at gavindashley.com. So uh, if you go to the website, you can actually book 20-minute um, sessions directly off my website using your calendar and the time uh, that you specify. Or you can fill out the contact form, which sends me an email directly, and I can get back to you that way. Amazing. All right. So it's Gavin D as in David Ashley. That's correct. Perfect. All right. So GavinDAshley.com, everybody, and Gavin at GavinDAshley.com. Perfect. Gavin, bro, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks so much for sharing with us about your service, your program, how it works, how you got there. I'm thrilled that I got to share my results with everyone. And I'm just going to have continued results and continued, uh, continued success. And I, and I know that's a matter of fact in my life because I've cleared out enough junk. I'm in the good stuff. And it's in part thanks to your program as well. So thank you. Well, I appreciate it. And thanks so much for having me on the show. Uh, love being here. Awesome, bro. Thanks so much. Have a great day, everybody. Hope you've enjoyed this out of the box into your new tool chest episode of the Business Brilliance Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Business Brilliance Podcast. I am your host, Michael Santanato. If you liked this show and you want to know more, then check out the businessbrilliancepodcast.com businessbrilliancepodcast.com. Give us some feedback, drop us a line, or if you know a great guest, then let us know. Please leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Join us next week when we talk to another great entrepreneur and talk about their business and what makes them brilliant. Do you want to be a guest on the show? Let us know at our website, businessbrilliancepodcast.com. Have a great week and stay brilliant. And subscribe for more great episodes.